What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 34 of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. We are here today on our typical Friday episode to give you guys our predictions for the weekend's football games. Uh, yeah, I think we have a a fairly in, mm, not fairly boring uh, weekend planned in terms of college football, but. Uh, the NFL games are good, and there are, is one college football game that it's worth talking about a lot. Um, yeah, uh, we can get into it after a quick word from our sponsor. Yeah, this episode of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan, as are all episodes, is brought to you by Garden Greens. Garden Greens is the best lawn care service around. Garden Greens helping your garden stay clean. Uh, yeah, it is not even close. Garden Greens is the best uh but yeah, we can get into it. We'll start. We picked our five games uh, as we do every week. Uh, College Game Day uh, this week will be at Alabama uh, for a showdown that we'll talk about later. Um, but we can start it off with a game that is being played in almost uh, a little more than two hours. Uh, number 14th ranked BYU uh, versus unranked, but 1 0, coming off a win last week. Uh, Houston Cougars. Uh, yeah, so we can, um, we can start it off with the over-under here, the over-under 62.5. Uh, are you going over or under? Yeah, I'm going to take, um, the under on this one. I just think it's a little too high. Um, how about you? I'll go over. Uh, Houston, historically, lies in a pretty solid offense, and BYU's offense Looks good. Uh, they barely escaped against Texas San Antonio last week, but I think uh, they will. Uh, this will be a good game. Uh, yeah, who do you like in this game? Who are you picking? Yeah, I'm going to uh, pick with the spread here. I'm going to take BYU uh, straight up and on the spread. I just think they're better than this Houston team coming in rank 15. Um, yeah, how about you? me more than most quarterbacks in college football. Uh, probably top five, definitely top ten uh, so far this season. The problem is uh, they have not really been tested so far. And I think tonight game uh, in Houston, I'm not sure if it's Houston has fans, but still the atmosphere will be hype. Uh, maybe not with a smaller capacity, but you never know. Uh, anyway, I think Houston will pull off the upset uh, against the number 14 Frank Cougars. Yeah, I just noticed it's Cougars versus Cougars. Um, anyway, uh, I think BYU has the talent to win this game convincingly uh, if Houston has a bad night. But I think Houston is a good team, uh, and I think Houston will win this game in a close one, uh, pulling off the upset. Okay. Uh, we can move on now to our next game, which would be number 14-ranked Tennessee versus uh, Kentucky. Tennessee is coming off a, I wouldn't call it disappointing, because they 
played well for most of the game, but sort of disappointing loss against Georgia, where they got blown out in the final score, forty-four to twenty-one. But they were winning at halftime. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a setback. Um, and they aren't really contenders for an SEC title, but you never know if some fluky things happen along the way. Uh, but anyway, Kentucky uh, came into this season. Well, they came into the season on ranks, but they became ranked uh, after they removed the Big, 20, Big Ten and Pac-12. Then they got blown out by Auburn. Uh, then they lost a close one to Lane Kiffin and Mississippi, but they bounced back with a dominating performance against Mike Leach's Mississippi State last uh, last Saturday. Uh, will Kentucky be able to pull off the upset? Uh, but first, over-under is 46. Are you taking the over or the under? I'm going to take the over. Um, even though it's a, it's an SEC game, I'm still going to take the over. Uh, I just think for the most part, any college football game, it's pretty safe to take the over on a, a 48 point over and under. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's safe, but the SEC defense has been, uh, for lack of better words, a, a debacle to start the season, uh, Usually, elite defenses have struggled mightily. Uh, we will get to one of those teams uh, in a little, but uh, I think this game will go over. I don't think it'll be a convincing over. Like I expect it to be combined in the fifties. Both of these teams, high twenties, low thirties, something like that. Uh, who are you taking in this game, straight up? Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, take Kentucky here. Uh, I think they pull off the upset against Tennessee this week. Yeah, I do not hate it whatsoever. Uh, I really don't. I think that's logical. For a while this week, I was thinking about going Kentucky, but I feel like at the end of the day, Tennessee um, is, is just more talented. Uh, I don't think either of these teams are that impressive. Uh, I think this would be a good close game. Uh, now, who are you taking on the spread? Well, I know you're taking Kentucky on the spread because Tennessee is six and a half point favorites. Uh, yeah. I'm a Kentucky on the spread. I think it would be uh, a game within five points or – Within six and a half, at least. Uh, this will be a close game, but I think I will take Tennessee close. Uh, make sure to check this game out at 12 p.m. on SEC Network. Uh, now, for the next game, we have uh, two unranked teams, but two teams that have the potential to be ranked and have been consistently good for the past uh, few years. We have 2-1 uh, UCF at 1-1 uh, one one Memphis, two teams that had, well, Memphis lost to a good team in SMU, uh, who is currently ranked in the top 20, and UCF had a bit of a fluky loss, I would say, uh, to unranked Tulsa, but anyway, uh, UCF is two and a half point favorites, the over-under is a, maybe not for college football, but still, I would still call it a, a pretty whopping 75 uh, points, who are you, are, are you taking the over or the under here? Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I think it will be a relatively high-scoring game. I just don't think uh, these teams will get into the high 30s. Uh, yeah, I think this will be a, a good game. Uh, I think I'm going to take the under here also. I, I could very well expect these teams to score over um, over 30, but I'm not sure if it's going to get high 30s. Uh, now, for the straight up in the spread, basically it's two and a half. Uh who are you taking in this game straight up? Yeah, I'm I'm taking UCF here. How about you? I, I'm going to take Memphis. I feel like UCF might be the better team, but 
I'm not I'm not confident about that. I wouldn't to be honest, I would not be surprised. Uh, like I said with BYU, but even more with this game to see Memphis play bad and UCF to blow them out. I don't expect it because these are two solid teams, but I feel like Memphis will uh, sort of get themselves back in the group of six uh, play or group of six New Year's Six Bowl race um, or group of five. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. New Year's Six Bowl race, uh, and Memphis will get a big win here against UCF. Okay. Uh, now for our second to last uh, game of the college football slate, an ACC matchup, number eight-ranked UNC versus uh, Florida State. Uh, yeah, once again, uh, CBS Sports rankings are extremely messed up as they either – I think they just didn't update that. North Carolina is at a whopping number five and a half against one and three Florida State. North Carolina is – 13.5-point favorites, and the over-under is 65. Uh, the over-under, we saw North Carolina score 56 points last week. Uh, and I, I still not, I'm still i still not convinced. I think I'm going to go under on the 65. Uh, yeah, as am I. Uh, I'm taking the under on the 65. I don't think this is going to be the most competitive game, but I did want to talk about North Carolina for a second as they are. Now, uh, the, not the highest, but the... Uh, well, the highest they've been since 1997, which we briefly talked about on last episode, or not last episode, but last week, um, actually three episodes ago. Um, anyway, I think North Carolina has a good game, but I actually think this game will be, uh, to quote Lee Corso here, closer than the experts think. Uh, North Carolina's 13-and-a-half-point favorites. I think this game will be within 10. Uh, Florida State keeps it close like they did against Notre Dame, but North Carolina still pulls it out in the end. Okay. Uh, now for the by far best game of the week, now that uh, Florida and – What? Best game of the year. By yeah. far, at this point, but yep. probably better than any other game we'll get this year. It might not be competitive, but it's – yeah, especially with um, with the not non-conference, with no out-of-conference play. Um, I think this is probably the best game we will see this year other than um, in the playoffs. Number three-ranked Georgia versus number one seed Alabama, as Dylan said at the top of the show. Uh, basically the only college football game worth talking about this week, so let's get into it. Okay, so I am excited for this game now. In other interesting news, uh, word came out on Wednesday that Alabama uh, college football coach legend Nick Saban had tested positive for COVID. Now, I'm not 100% sure how this will affect the game. One, if he will be coaching um, from, like, upstairs or if he will actually be coaching or, or what the status is on that. Uh, I'm not sure if Georgia wins. That's what we blame it on. It's, it's a powerhouse defense versus a Extreme powerhouse offense. Uh, Alabama's offense has been, I, I don't know how it ranks historically against other Alabama offenses, but at least in my time watching college football, uh, the best Alabama's offense has ever been. Uh, Mac Jones, quarterback uh, who took over for Tua when he got hurt last season, has looked solid. Najee Harris um, has also looked sal- solid. Uh, but he had a crazy five touchdowns uh, in last week's game. And then receivers, Devontae Smith, who infamously 
uh, caught the game-winning touchdown in the national championship against this Georgia team, and then Jalen Waddle, another potential top 10, at least a first-round pick in next year's upcoming draft. Um, yeah, this is going to be a great game, uh, but we can start it off with the over-under here at 58. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very competitive game, um, but at that, a low-scoring game. I'm going to take the under. 58 is relatively high in general. Um, for SEC, both teams would need to get into the high uh, high 20s for that uh, to go over. I'm going to take the under. I think uh, Alabama's offense is really good, but Georgia's defense is great, as we just talked about. Um, so I'm going to take the under. I think it ends up being a, a low-ish scoring game. I think some one of these two teams is in the teens, and the other is probably somewhere around – uh, the low to mid-20s. Uh, but, yeah, how about you? I expect this game to be each team hovering around the mid to high 20s. I'll go the under here. Um, yeah, I think I'll go under. It'll be close. So uh, this is going to be a great game. Make sure to tune in. It's on at 8 p.m. on CBS. But, uh, yeah, uh, now for our predictions for this game. Uh, who are you taking uh, straight up and on the spread? Alabama is five-point favorites. Yeah, I think um, depending on what we find out between now 7.30 on Friday and game time, 8 o'clock on Saturday, uh, whether or not or what Nick Saban's role will be, um, I don't think it will be too, too significant as I would imagine Alabama uh, and both these teams, Georgia as well, um, have been preparing for this game uh, and, and thinking about game plans for quite a bit and and as long as Coach Saban isn't experiencing too much, too many symptoms, he probably uh, could talk to his team over Zoom or whatever. Um, but whether or not he will actually be calling the plays to be determined. Um, so, but nonetheless, I'm going to take Alabama straight up and on the spread. How about you? Okay, so I came out last week and said – Tennessee, uh, previously talked about uh, a few minutes ago, would beat Georgia. Uh, I was not right. Uh, I was not even close to being right. But uh, Alabama last week, and, and Georgia's offense isn't good, and I don't expect Georgia's offense to prove to me that it is good, but it's okay. And Alabama's defense uh, last week was brutal, and that might be an understatement. They give up... 48 points to Mississippi. I don't care that Lane Kiffin is coaching them. 48 points to a team that isn't that good uh, yeah. is not something uh, you want to see. Now, I'm not saying they're going to give up 48 points to this Georgia team, but I'm saying it's going to be a struggle, and I, I think I want to come out with the the at least slight upset pick here. I'm taking Georgia in this game. Okay. All right, well, that wraps up our college football talk um, for today. Uh, be sure to tune in to potentially the game of the year between Georgia and Alabama, 8 o'clock CBS on Saturday. Uh, there's your free ad- advertisement, CBS. You just got 20 more uh, twenty more viewers uh, to Saturday night. Anyway, uh, time to move on to the NFL. We will start it off with um, our favorite team, the Giants against the Washington, almost, not quite, maybe, we're not sure, professional football team. Uh, yeah, uh, shots fired. Uh, I don't think this Giants team is good. I definitely don't think they uh, 
will beat any team that is decent this year. But I don't think the, as already said, potentially a football team is a decent team. Uh, this will be a a battle between teams who they have nothing to play for except for draft picks. Um, I don't know how to feel about this game. I feel like the Giants will uh, get their their first win of the year, but every time I have any high expectations for the Giants, which is just about never, uh, they fail me. So that, that kind of makes me hesitant about my selection. Uh, but before we say we're taking this game, uh, the over-under is 42.5. Over or under? Under. Um, the Giants' offense makes – scoring touchdowns look so incredibly difficult. Um, I, I don't understand. It takes conversions on every single third down and barely at that to, to even get to the red zone. Um, and then what pains me most is now and then to you go and watch other teams like the Seahawks or whoever you, you pick just light it up and with these crazy deep passes. I don't understand why we can't try one of those. Um, but on that was kind of unrelated. Uh, but the Giants offense, or case in point, the Giants offense is not very good. Uh, the Washington, maybe not quite potentially professional football team, um, is their offense is not good either. I'm going under two not good teams, as previously mentioned. Uh, I'm going to go over here. I don't think I think these offenses might be the two worst. Oh no, the second and third worst in football. Um, the problem is any game with the Giants' defense, you can't expect the team to be on under twenty. Now the Giants' defense has looked good at times this year, but then even against a so-called good offense, an offense led by Andy Dalton, they gave up. Uh, what was like 24 points to the Cowboys, uh, if I'm not mistaken. They uh, made Andy Dalton look like a Hall of Fame-level quarterback. Uh, they it, it was embarrassing, to say the least. Uh, well, I, despite that, I'm going to take the Giants in this game, though. The thing uh, with that is, I mean, Andy Dalton really didn't light it up until the last sequence, and at that, it was two blown coverages and two incredible catches. Um, but no, you're right; they did look him look make make him look like he was much better than he is, which is a mediocre at best, uh, not quite starting level quarterback in the NFL. Um, I'm taking the Giants this week, straight up and on the spread. Um, they are favored by three. Um, yeah, it's it's a toss up. Both these teams are not very good. Uh, we can move on to our next game, which is the Bears and the Panthers. Two, yeah. again, not great teams, but hard to be worse than a matchup between the Giants and the football team. Okay, now these are the two most. If you ask me, the two most. Uh, if if we're comparing records, this is like an elite game, but these two teams are not good, uh, or at least I'm not sure of it yet. Uh, the Bears have impre- only impressed me last week, and, and they might not even have won that game if it wasn't for a Tom Brady sudden brain cramp. Uh, and the Panthers, although they, I will admit, they looked good the last three weeks. They looked decent against the Chargers. They looked good against the, the Cardinals. Uh, and, and they beat the Falcons, which isn't a tough task, but still wasn't too bad. 
I don't know who to pick in this game because I think these both these two teams are way overhyped, uh, or, or the records are just way better than they are. Uh, the Panthers are one and a half point favorites, but first for the over under uh, of forty four and a half, two decent defenses, two decent offenses. I think I'll still go over here. Okay, uh, I'm going oh, yeah. to take the uh, over as well in this game. Okay, uh, now for the pick, the Panthers are one and a half point favorites. Uh, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears here. Uh, Nick Foles leads the Bears to another victory as they uh, have potentially the flukiest record of all time to start a season. Um, I'm taking the Bears in this game. How about you? Uh, if we're judging off of I think the Panthers are slightly less fluky, and that is why they will win this game. Uh, Mike Davis has been uh, at least the top five, top three, maybe even number one fantasy running back uh, since taking over for McCaffrey for these few weeks. Uh, I'm not sure if it's official yet, but uh, like yesterday, McCaffrey was questionable. Uh, so for any fantasy owners uh, of the 20 of you listening today, uh, if you have McCaffrey on your bench, make sure to uh, consider starting him. Uh, but anyway, Mike Davis still uh, has gotten the job done for the Bears, and I think he will have another big game. Or Sorry, for the Panthers, and I think he will have another big game, and the Panthers will win this one close. Okay. Now, moving on to our next game, the Bengals and the Colts. Uh, we will start with the over-under. Okay, so the over-under is 46.5. Both offenses have looked good at times and fine at times and bad at a few times. Uh, Neither of these teams have fully impressed me. Now, the Colts have been the one team to knock off the Bears, uh, and they also beat the Jets and the Vikings, two not-so-great teams. And the Bengals have one win against the struggling Jags and lost three times, and they tied with the Eagles. Neither of these teams are uh, too good, uh, but I think the Colts are probably still significantly better. Uh, but I'm not sure. This game might still be close, but for the over-under, 46.5, I'm taking the under. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the over in this game. I think this game has maybe a potential to be a blowout. Um, I, I don't necessarily think it will be, but I think – there's that potential. I think the uh, Colts could win this game by maybe probably like 10 points uh, at least, which would lead me to take the over and probably just gave away my straight up and spread picks. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Colts on the spread as well and, and straight up. Uh, the Colts will – I have this game being low scoring. If we're doing hypotheticals, I'll go – 27 to 10. Uh, the Colts' D has looked good, and they've definitely been the best aspect of this team through five weeks. Uh, and I think that will continue here against a a decent Bengals offense. Uh, the Colts will win this game uh, by a significant amount, and it'll be a low-scoring battle. All right. Um, I'm uh, just to confirm. I'm taking the Colts straight up and on the spread. Next game: the Lions and the Jaguars. Okay, this game is terrible. Um, just when you think um, the we have one, we have enough bad games with the Giants and football team game, you get another one. Really, these two teams have 
uh, at least average offenses, unlike the Giants and Washington. Um, Gardner Minshew versus Matthew Stafford is an interesting uh, battle between quarterbacks who have been average, I would say, to start the season. Uh, Stafford has been slightly disappointing, I would say. And Minshew, I guess he's overachieved a little bit, uh, throwing for 1,400 yards and, and 10 touchdowns through five games, which isn't even terrible. Uh, I, I'm not sure how to feel about this game. The line, Lions are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 54-and-a-half. Uh, for the over-under, uh, I don't feel great about saying this because these offenses aren't what I would call impressive, but I think I'm going to take the over here. Okay. Um... I think I'm going to go with the under. Um, As you just mentioned, these offenses aren't impressive. I think it'll be close to the over-under, but I'm going to err on the side of under. I mean, yeah, I'd say, like, it's going to be somewhere near... In my opinion, I think these teams are very capable of getting to the high 20s, uh, but but maybe they won't, and maybe it will not be. It will be a low-scoring defensive battle. Um, Now, for the straight-up slash spread, you will probably just be taking the same team on on the spread and straight-up. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to take the Jaguars here, uh, both straight-up and on the spread. You? Uh, Yeah, another disagreement here. I I like the Lions. I don't feel confident that um, the Lions have the better offense, but I think Matthew Stafford will get it done. Uh, The Lions have won fluky win against the Cardinals, and the Jags have won fluky win against the Colts. Both of these teams, uh, if it wasn't for some luck, could very well be winless right now. Uh, But I think the Lions will recover uh, after their bye week and win this game. Uh, I think they'll be close to that. Okay. Next game. Um, so the next game we have is the 4-0 after a destroying, uh, dominating win against the Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, that is, uh, against the 1-4, uh, struggling, uh, Texans, the Houston Texans have the potential to get their season back on, sort of back on track, uh, with a upset win today, or, no, on Sunday, the over-under is 53, we'll start with that, over or under. Yeah, I am going to take the uh, – I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go with the under here. I think it will be a close under. Um, the over-under is just a, a little bit higher than I feel comfortable pulling the trigger on for the over. Uh, so I'm going to go with under. You? Yeah, I think it will be uh... – a very close under. I think these teams will get at least into the mid-40s, probably even high-40s, maybe even into the 50s, uh, but I don't think it'll get over that 53 mark. Uh, I think this will be a close game, but Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they will win this game close and cover the spread. Uh, basically, not actually, because there's still a lot of time to choke, but almost... Now, because the Colts are in the division, but but basically solidifying themselves as almost locks unless there's a major choked job uh, to win this division. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Titans straight up um, and on the spread. Um, after the, the For the first time uh, playing football in 16 days, uh, the Titans looked 
really good uh, on Tuesday night football uh, against the Bills. I'm going to take the Titans here straight up and on the spread. Uh, we will move on to our next game in just a second, but first we are going to take a quick 30-second break. All right, we are back from our quick break there. You just heard a little ad for Garden Greens, uh, the best lawn care service around. Um, now we will move on to our next game here. Uh, yeah, so the next game we have uh, is the 0-5 struggling mightily Atlanta Falcons, um, who just fired their head coach, not to mention. Um, you can see 1-4, uh, who, who, if it wasn't for some unlucky breaks, could very well be 3-2 and two right now. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, the Vikings are without their star, Dalvin Cook, but I still would say their team is significantly more talented or is just significantly better uh, than the Falcons, I think, uh, for the over-under of 54, I will go over here. Uh, the Falcons' offense, or no, Falcons' defense is terrible. Uh, the Vikings' offense could get to 30 on any given week, I would say. Um, so I, I, I'll go over. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go over um, as well. Um, we can. Who, who are you taking straight up and on the spread? Uh, straight up and on the spread, I'm going Vikings. Um, I said this on the last episode. Once they get past that Seahawks game, which I expected them to lose, which they, if it wasn't for some risky fourth down calls late in the game, uh, they probably would have won. Uh, or at least they very well could have, or at least sent it to overtime. Um, this is a team that has been better than the record shows. Um, and a Falcons team that has played to what the record says. Uh, they are terrible. And I think the Vikings will win this game big. Yeah, I would completely agree. Um, I'm taking the Vikings straight up and on the spread, and I believe the logic and the science behind that one is, well, the Falcons are trash. Um, so <laughs> with that, we can move on to our next game. Uh, shots fired. Uh, next game. They are. Next they can't win a game. Yeah, so this game continu- or, or this game got postponed last week, uh, and then the Patriots got more positive tests. So uh, this game is still in jeopardy, uh, hopefully, if you're Patriots or Broncos fan. Uh, no Patriots players uh, test positive in the next two days, but with their luck, it probably won't happen. Uh, the Patriots are nine-point favorites. There's an over-under of 44.5. I'll start us off with the over-under. Um, I, I'm going under. Uh, the Broncos' offense is trash. The Patriots' offense isn't necessarily good. It's probably average. Um, I feel like the only reason I'm going under here, because 44 and a half is pretty low, is that um, they're no the Broncos' D is okay, and the Patriots' D has looked solid, um, so, or solid at times. Um, See, so yeah, I'm taking the under here. Yeah, so am I. Um, I think. The Broncos aren't great, but I think they are good enough to hold um, this Patriots offense down uh, at least a little bit, so I'm going with the under. Yeah. Uh, now for the the line, the spread, uh, the Patriots are nine-point favorites. Um, I expect the Patriots to cover here and win this game. I don't think it will be a blowout, but I think it will be more than nine points, but – not more than two possessions. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. I think I'm going to agree with that. I feel like I could see the Broncos keeping it within nine points, but but maybe not. Um, the Broncos aren't very good, rather injury depleted. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots straight up and on the spread as well. But there are some things worth noting is that one, Drew Locke is returning, uh, at least like most likely. And the Broncos very well could be 3-1 and one right now. Uh, they lost barely to the Titans, uh, who are 4-0. Yeah. And they lost barely to the Steelers, who are also 4-0. So um, I think that is pretty interesting. How, I mean, their three losses are to two playoff teams and one possibly a playoff team in the Buccaneers. Uh, so I, I really don't think the Broncos are too bad. I just feel like the Patriots are better. Um, now we have um, two more games. Yeah, two more games in the morning slot. Uh, one good one that we'll get to in a little bit, and, and one not so good one. Uh, the four and one Baltimore Ravens against the one and three, uh, one three and one Eagles. Um, the Ravens are nine and a half point favorites, and the over under is forty six. Now, one thing worth noting is that a lot of news I would say this week has been surrounding Lamar Jackson and his um, one his ability so far this season to run, but also. Um, he hasn't done it much. I don't see why this is a problem because the Ravens are 4-1, and one and, and although he hasn't looked as good as he did last season, you can't expect him to have as good of a season as he did last year where he shattered the uh, running back or the quarterback rushing record. Uh, I think the Ravens will blow out the Eagles. Uh, with my luck, they will make it close or win, but I feel like the Ravens will win this game by at least 14 points. Was that an unintentional that that might have been a shot, potentially unintentional, but maybe intentional. Uh, the whole uh, people calling Lamar Jackson a running back and not an actual quarterback, um, as you okay. said I, that. I was just I, I I noticed it as I said it, and I was like, oh, I, someone's going to say it. I mean, we only have twenty listeners, <laughs> but someone was going to bring that up. I I swear that was just slip up. That wasn't intentional. <laughs> um, and if you see this guy throwing, then you wouldn't have said that. Uh, that's just for the haters, and I'm not one. I don't think Lamar is a running back. That was just a slip up on my part. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, taking the over in this game. Uh, over. I'm going over as well. Uh, and, and you expect the Ravens to win big? Yeah. 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 Um, Ravens straight up so- and spread for me. Now for um, arguably the game of Sunday, not the game of the week, but the game of Sunday, and definitely the game of one o'clock uh, slate. The four and one uh, trending towards um, being a playoff team for the first time since um, I don't have an actual number here, but I'm pretty sure for the first time since 2002. Uh, the 4-1 Cleveland Browns against the 4-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Will this be the week where the Steelers um, are handed a loss, or, and will this be the week where the Browns uh, cool down? Uh, over under 51. I'm going under here. Uh, these offenses are solid, uh, with the Browns being pretty good, but the Steelers' defense is very good, and if I expect this game to be close, then I'm going under. Yeah, I would completely agree. I think this game will be close, uh, and I will go under with you. Uh now for the line. Okay. 
Uh, this is a good game. The Steelers are only three and a half point favorites. Uh, you want to give us your strength and spread pick? Yeah. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think they remain undefeated. Um, I think this Browns team will keep it close to a degree, but I think the Steelers will be able to pull out the victory uh, and, and move to 5-0. Uh, uh, I agree. A lot of people, uh, not that they're favorites, but a lot of the experts like the Browns in this game. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to be picking the Browns. Uh, I'm not sure because I really thought about this a lot. Um, over this was like one game where I, oh, I'm thinking about my picks. Uh, I'm actually thinking hard about this one. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think I'm still going to take the Steelers in a close one. Uh, I like the Browns, and I think they are a playoff contender. Um, but I think the Steelers' defense is just a little bit too good. Uh, so I think the Steelers will win. I, I fully expect this game to be within seven points, but I think the Steelers will also cover the spread. Okay. Now for or now we can move on to the f- four o'clock window. Okay. Uh, not terrible, but not a good four o'clock window. Uh, being that there's only two games, one is brutal and one is just. It's fine. Uh, it's good, actually. Uh, we'll start with the brutal game. The 0-5 New York Jets uh, maybe the worst team we've ever seen against the 2-3 and Miami Dolphins, who are trending upwards uh, after winning 1-2 out of their last three. But their offense has looked elite, and uh, veteran quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick has. Um, I was going to say, like, return to the glory days, but were there ever glory days for him? I no, mean, so. if you consider the glory days, him just being a backup and coming in and starting... Uh, then maybe, but yeah, you can finish. Uh, yeah, so, uh, anyway, the Dolphins have looked solid, um, or, or, no, they've looked decent, and the Jets have looked, uh, terrible. Uh, I actually, uh, for the over-under, I'm gonna go over here. The Dolphins' offense is okay, and the Jets' offense, to be honest, as bad as they've looked, I don't think their offense has been, uh, or I don't think their offense as a collective has been the worst part of their team. Yeah, I would agree. I'm going over here. Um, I do not understand whatsoever why this game is in the 4 o'clock window. It is not a good game. Uh, coming into the season, when they made the schedules, um, still, it, it would not have been considered a good game. Um, it's not on... Yeah, it's not on the West Coast. I, I'm not sure. I'm not, like, throwing any game... Uh, I would say just because it's a rival game. If these were teams from two different conferences, then this game probably would be at 1 o'clock. It's, I think it's only because, like, one, okay, to be honest, my the two possible explanations for this is one, um, well, one, there's no West Coast teams to put here, considering, uh, one, that three of them are on a bye week, and, and two, that some of the other ones are playing on Monday um, or, or Sunday. So I guess you just had to throw a second one, and they were like, uh, I guess I'll just throw this one on here. Um, anyway, uh, the Dolphins will win this game, uh, but I think it'll be close, and the Jets will cover the spread. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now for the final 4 o'clock window game, one of the better games-ish this week, um, the Packers and the Bucks. Um, you can say the over-under here. Okay, over-under 55, uh, the Packers are one-point favorites. Now, for the over-under, I'm taking the over. I just kind of expect any game with the Packers to, um, for the Packers to go into, into the third, 
this will be a tight. I think this will be a tight over under. It'll be very close. I would say either way. Uh, I, this game's gonna be good. Uh, to be honest, I don't love the fact that the Packers are only one point favorites because the Buccaneers haven't necessarily beaten the greatest teams to start and haven't looked all too impressive uh, as the Packers have. Uh, I think the Packers will win this game. Still, even after that uh, comment, uh, still will win this game close. I would say, let's say, uh, by three points. Let's say it'll cover the spread. It'll uh, it'll be a close win, and the Packers will remain undefeated. Yeah, I would completely agree with everything you said. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Packers straight up and on the spread. The Packers have looked really, really good uh, so far this year. And the Bucks, like you said, have not really beaten anyone. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers straight up and on the spread and the over as well. Okay. Um, now we have three games remaining. Uh, we have an interesting one here. I would say division rivalry. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the Rams are one borderline terrible offensive pass interference or defensive pass interference call uh, from being five and no. And the Niners are terrible. Um, they've beaten the Jets and the Giants. That's all I have to say. Uh, the Rams are three point favorites. That is ridiculous. Um, the Rams are so much better than the Niners, at least that is uh, what has been showcased. Uh, I don't think I even need to go into the spread. I'm just going to get this out of the way. The Rams will win this game, but big. Yeah, I think I would agree okay. with that. I, yeah, I think the Rams win this game big. I mean, the Niners got blown out by the Dolphins. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, now for our Monday night games, there are two. First, the Chiefs and the Bills, and then second, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. We will start with the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, so this is the game of the week, without a doubt, with U.S., probably any NFL fan. It's going to be a great game. Uh, luckily, it was moved from Thursday night to Monday night and, and to 5 o'clock, because I hate Thursday night football. I don't know why it's still. Um, I think this will be a good game. The Chiefs are five-point favorites. Over-under is 57 and a half. Uh, I'm surprised that the Bills uh, – Got blown out by the Titans. Uh, As I am I. think it was considering taking what? As am I. Uh, yeah, I thought you said why. Uh, I, I was confused. Um, and I was going to consider taking the Bills. I was probably even hovering towards them until they had this awful performance and everyone's putting the blame on Josh Allen or whatever. But uh, he's a third-year quarterback who, before the season, wasn't looked at as great. Um, and he still probably isn't, but... Uh, you have to expect at least a few slip-ups um, from all good quarterbacks, especially young ones. Uh, I think Josh Allen will bounce back here, but I don't think it'll be enough uh, to get the win. I think the Chiefs game close. I even think the Bills will cover the five-point spread. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs straight up on the spread and the over. I think this will be a high-scoring game. The prolific offense of the Chiefs and the Bills can put up some points when they feel like it. Um, so I'm going to take the Chiefs straight up and on the spread, even though they lost the Raiders, I still think, uh, they are very good, very good. I think that's pretty much implied the Super Bowl champions and only one loss so far this year. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs, uh, this week now for the final game of the week, the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Now this is 
an interesting game. Uh, the horrific Cowboys uh, defense versus the pretty good, uh, very good, some might say, uh, Cardinals offense. And then we get to see the Cowboys' first game without Dak Prescott and with Andy Dalton at the helm. Uh, I hate to say it, uh, but I think this will be a good game. Uh, Why is that bad? Why do you hate to say that? Um, for the over-under, it's obviously an over, I would say. A good offense against a great offense, a terrible defense against an okay defense. Uh, uh, do you agree with me that this is clearly the over? Yeah, uh, completely. Uh, now for the spread, it's one and a half, so it's basically just it's whoever you're picking. Uh, I hate to say it even more, uh, I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. Andy Dalton is not a quality starting quarterback uh, right now, but I, I just have a feeling that they will win. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like any time the Cardinals, or any time I feel like the Cardinals impressed me, um, or, or not any time, but they lost to the Lions and the Panthers. Uh, I think they will continue to lose against bad teams as Kyler Murray just isn't necessarily ready to win important games like this one. Uh, I think the Cowboys will win this game close. Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals here. Um, I think it, I think it will be a somewhat close game, a competitive game, but I think the Cardinals pull this one out, taking the Cardinals straight up and on the spread. So that wraps up, um, just about wraps up this episode. Um, just a quick update on the MLB. The Astros uh, won last night on a walk-off home run by Carlos Correa. And now are leading the Rays four to one in the bottom of the fifth inning. I am enraged. I hate the Astros. I don't understand why the Rays are struggling so much to close the series out, and it's really annoying me. But that wraps up this episode. Thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. This was a good episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, that wraps up this episode. See you guys next time.